0: Hello, welcome to Probably Science. My name's Andy Wood. I'm Jesse Case. And I'm Matt Kirshen, and I'm going to be in Seattle this weekend. So, just getting that plug in at the beginning of the show, in case no one makes it all the way through the episode. Check me out. Come and see me if you're anywhere near Seattle at Laugh's Comedy Club. Great club. I will be there. I'll be talking, Matt. you know, Matt. Next door to that
1: club, this is crazy, you guys. Next door, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> little inside joke for everyone on the podcast. Um, uh, do we have?
0: Do we have a guest? We we do. We we do have a guest who is, uh, ha- has no relation to the venue next door to the comedy club, which may or may not have had a serial killer. We might have gone down a rabbit hole with this before we started recording. I've, I've, now I've just spilled it. But our guest is the very funny. Comedian, improviser, writer, actor, maker of things. It's Joe Rue. Hey, Joe. Hi,
2: thanks for having me. And, um, you know, I am not guilty. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> By reason of insanity. <laughs>
2: it's true. I am crazy funny.
1: <laughs> now, uh, I always research our guests a little bit. And uh, the main photo of you that pops up on the Google thing there uh, is—you're in a lab coat. What's going on? That's (laughs)
2: interesting. What's happening? Yeah, so that's why you're
1: the guest. Tell us about what you're doctor in. Tell us, teach us the science. Tell us what you do.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, That is, (laughs) I think, one of my agents wanted me to get a picture in a lab coat because <laughs> there were a lot of <laughs> um, medical uh, gigs he wanted to submit me for um, not that funny but
0: um, yeah so I mean, that's also just how unimaginative yeah. a lot of casting people are <laughs> right they're like they're... I could see this person in a regular coat but I just can't imagine what it would be like <laughs> if that coat was white like what could it be they're so unimaginative yeah. and
1: even you see it the most in a Cartoons like a uh, like Danny DeVito played the Lorax. They're like, we're gonna need a short guy for the short
3: <laughs> for the short. Nah, cartoon. this guy doesn't work. He sounds too tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I can't picture it. I need to picture well, it.
0: We, we've uh, we've I've, we've brought this up before, but like I but there was a, I haven't auditioned for a commercial for a long time because of no longer having that agent. But um, when I did, I remember being told if you're auditioning for you know a sitcom or a a, a drama. And do not dress up as the character. They think that's crazy. Like you know, dress kind of a bit like the character. If it's a lawyer, wear a suit or something smart. And if it's you know, uh, a punk, don't wear a suit. But but that's it. But yeah, then you my go to a comer-
2: ex agent feels differently.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you go to a you go to a commercial audition, and there's just like a room full of people. They, there's normally a, like it's normally in a room that has like multiple commercials casting at the same time, and they will be just like. 30 soldiers standing in the corner yeah. and then like a bunch of nurses and then like some circus clowns. And it's just like everyone is fully, it's exactly what like the kind of stereotype of a, of a casting office is. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Like and I think it's 30 a 30 clowns idea. walking out. Any other audition, you should show up in a lab coat, you know, <laughs> just anything you audition for because uh, they'll be like, Let's, she's probably just taking a break from very important work. Yeah, you know? I'm just shop- trying to
2: command more respect. So Yeah, sure. Shop- yeah, just yeah. call me doctor.
0: <laughs> Must be a professor of acting. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I did do a recent uh, stage name change, so that might be also why the lab coat is what you're seeing first. But
0: um, Oh, I didn't know this.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was just my name, which is longer, and I just shortened it, so people will say it. Um, that's
0: yeah. about it.
2: But yeah, I'm starting to go by doctor these days.
0: Yeah. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doctor of laughs. Uh, you know who's a doctor of grooves? Uh, who's that, Andy? <laughs> I just posted a picture before we started recording. We were talking about Beats by Dre headphones, yeah. and uh, when I was in line at the grocery outlet in Yucca Valley, I think I saw the exact. By the opposite. way, great. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> wow. <laughs>
2: Santana
0: I will post.
3: Beats. Yeah, I will post a link to this so you can enjoy.
0: This is, this is Carlos Santana brand earbuds.
1: <laughs> Guess how much they cost? They're well. So the photo is. It's. It's. They're four ninety nine. That's four dollars. In,
3: in, Period after the four. Yeah.
1: They're, yeah. Four dollars and ninety nine cents. But then it it shows there's a lock. They have to get them for you. If you look, that's a very good point. I didn't there's even a lock that. on the. You have to request. Oh my god! You be like, listen, I'm feeling smooth today, well,
3: and that's, that's because elsewhere it sells for as high as nine ninety nine, and you can really... <laughs> elsewhere nine ninety nine <laughs> five dollar headphones. Only the best. Yeah, at that the... price point, wow. I feel like Rob Thomas was involved. Absolutely, it had to be a collab. Wow! How
0: much? How much do you think they're worth from that song? Because that, I think that might be that must be the most played bad song.
2: The headphones oh, don't yeah. work unless they're playing that song. It? they can only play, <laughs> and
0: and it yeah. and it doesn't matter what you plug it into, like a
1: pumpkin, like anything. It'll just be yeah. oh,
0: let's forget about it. Well, it's it. a hot one. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs>
3: it's
0: like like those kids' toy guitars that you get that actually just have like three songs programmed into yeah. them, and you press the button on the front and it yeah. plays it. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just like my my first headphones. Oh, like, like Santana yeah. featuring Rob Thomas. <laughs> yep. Cut to
2: them being used on a ghost hunter show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is Carlos in the room with us right now? <laughs> I, could, I could hear something.
1: Wow, that is from the that is from the album Supernatural.
3: That's uh, a good point. Yeah. yeah, the
1: the Grammy winning.
3: He's got a lot of um, yeah magical yeah Black Magic Woman. Didn't he do a cover of that?
0: Yes, he did. Yes.
2: Yeah, he's sending us messages from the other side.
3: Mm-hmm. He's alive, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know.
3: <laughs> the other side of Van Nuys, like right, it's exactly. just, like, it's crazy. Across there. the valley. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> uh,
1: so so these are Santana earbuds. Now, um, uh, Joe, you're you're talking. Uh, do you still have a sock on the thing?
2: I do. You still have a sock. It Can sounds like tell? the
1: sock is still on it.
2: Okay. Perfect.
0: Okay. Cool, There's it's a...
2: flipping every once in a while,
0: but um, that we're that is on on it. the on the previously popping microphone. We should say rather than just yeah. leaving yeah. that as a as a. <laughs> do you have a Do you have a sock on the thing? I just anyway. With love microphones.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like Carlos has his headphones, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers have their own signature line of microphones that come with <laughs> a sock over. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah that's for the, when that, you that's really the, love music. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: that's the uh, Spirit Halloween Anthony Kiedis costume. <laughs> He's a microphone sock. sock. <laughs> that's uh, Anthony Kiedis or me in high school. Um, wow. What, what
3: would the generic word be on the Spirit? Uh, California rocker? Like, what's the... Oh, like, right, right.
1: Yeah, the name of the... <laughs> yeah. Um... California pedophile, <laughs>
3: Jesus! <laughs> Are we starting that rumor? About uh, I mean, is it a rumor? I, had, I I've never heard this before. I don't know.
1: Hey, you know, it's uh, it's it's Kenis. He he does. It, you know, it's like you have like your Leo DiCaprio's that don't go over twenty five, and then you have your don't go over nineteen people.
3: I didn't know this. Okay, you, you know what I mean.
1: But I, I I think if we're talking about legal definitions, I'm I'm I don't think so. Uh. But if we're talking about uh, makes you go, Ugh, then yeah. Oh, you know?
3: Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's that.
1: different. There's legality, but then there's like making you go, yeah.
3: Right. I just didn't. It's like what it's like the Cosby stuff before he went to jail where it was just open secret. But I didn't. This is an open. secret. Oh, no, no, know. this is
1: I don't I don't think it's a secret. I don't think it's a, anything.
3: Well, Cosby wasn't a secret either. But I just, you know, some people were surprised and it was like you, you hadn't heard the rumors. I just hadn't heard these rumors yet. So. Oh, no, I'm not
1: implying any uh, criminality on any of the chili peppers. Well, uh, I, uh, I, whatever, I'm creepy. simply saying that that Anthony yeah. Kiedis likes likes uh, having a real young girlfriend all the time.
3: Okay. Okay. I see.
1: But it's not like a secret. It's like there, it's all over TMZ and all the stuff all the time. Right. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. I got uh, Leaving a Ralph's or what have you.
3: Can't even. And it's just the kind
1: of thing where you're like. Gelsons? Yeah. And you just look and you go, eh. <laughs> That's all. You're not like,
3: should I call someone? You just go, eh. Please should reboot that song. Things that make you go, eh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. How do we pivot out of that? I don't know. (laughs) What would his headphones headphones? be like? (laughs) 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 That's how Joe deals: is just do some fun
0: games. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: Uh, Just laugh through it. Just laugh through it. Laugh. We got to laugh through it. Um, (laughs) Joe, one thing we ask all of our guests that uh, thankfully is completely unrelated to Anthony Kiedis is.
0: uh, what's your background in science, if you have any? And this could be uh, and that's literally range of classes. Yeah, range from classes you liked or hated at school to blowing stuff up in the woods with your friends.
2: Yeah, I was thinking about this. Oh, my sock's fallen.
0: just. I think we can go sockless. We I can think go, we go sockless. Can.
2: All right. Oof. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <was> <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, yeah, you I the Joe, I, Joe I, also does a kind of Michael Winslow kind of thing. Well no yeah. it's
1: we, it was so kind of you to join us on your solo flight across the Atlantic to <laughs> Yeah
2: no problem. Do, do yeah. this
1: podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just real quick, I have to give um, the first class cabin some snacks, real quick. Sure, I'll be sure. Right back. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, I was thinking about this. My um, history with science, I, I, I loved looking at the stars as a kid. I used to want to be an astronaut. I was pretty good at math until I got to physics and we had to learn concepts. Um, and uh, it kind of stopped there. Um, I remember in high school. I went to a public school and I feel like it might've failed me a little bit. Um, I was in a advanced chemistry class, but the only thing I remember learning is the card game Euchre. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. What's, what state? What's
3: I'm sorry. Did you say what state this was? Ohio. Okay. Yeah. It makes sense. Northeast yeah, I'm from, Ohio.
2: Yeah. I'm from are Southeast
3: from... Michigan. We were oh, okay. the epicenter of Euchre territory. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's, I mean, so it was a, an important skill at the time for oh, survival, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, didn't really help me with uh, chemistry. And I remember my physics teacher; um, he did cover for me while I skipped class once to buy the Chicago soundtrack. I kind of <laughs> was kind of dating me a little bit, but <laughs> and I guess I'm a nerd, a, a theater nerd or something. But uh, so that's most of so my what, why experience in teacher- science.
0: Why? Why did your teacher cover for you on that situation?
2: You know, I think probably he he was on tenure or something. He was just kind of like, "Well, have fun." Um, now is this he, Chicago
1: like the the Catherine Zeta Jones Chicago? Correct. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's the one.
2: Yeah. So that one makes sense. To, if well, I
1: well, yeah. I mean, my school did a mass walkout. Yeah. Uh, no one. <laughs> no one stayed. It was. It was crazy. Um. Yeah,
2: people. This is in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh my other science experience is during the ECT I was uh filling out the science section answers but I was in the reading portion oh, but no. I was reading about Jupiter so okay I don't know who's really the villain
1: right
2: um public school system <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, even uh, yeah.
1: I went to public school and I didn't even have Like I never had chemistry or anything Like uh, we got like You'd be a senior in high school and we made it to like Algebra 2 you know <laughs> This was in Tennessee <laughs> where it's like You know it's like what, what that divi- Long division that's college stuff You know we yeah. would just Kind of <laughs> sit around what's that
3: That sorcery is, is left for <laughs> Yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah, we Look never... Look uh, 2 Two-hand counting, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That, leave that to the coastal elites. Exactly,
1: yeah. <laughs> Chemistry, that sounds... <laughs> yeah.
2: You just learn how to fix a car.
1: <laughs> Some, yeah, it was very, like, um, unfortunately everything people think it is.
2: Uh, this yeah. One's here.
1: yeah. <laughs> Nobody Joe, what, what... bought Chicago. No one skipped... The... I <laughs> no bought Chicago. Nobody bought Chicago. But...
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: In my day, we bought Peter Satera albums. That's the Chicago we were leaving school for. I'm a man who will fight for your honor. Uh, Joe, what city in Ohio did you grow up in?
2: Um, I'm from the Cleveland area. Um, okay. I kind of hopped around Cleveland, Akron, um, if you're familiar. I am, so, and I, I'm okay, curious
3: awesome. if this. I have a science tie-in to that area. If you were within the five-hour drive of Sandusky, Ohio, I feel like there was a day when your physics class would go to cedar point and use that as a thinly veiled excuse to just ride roller coasters but you were supposed to figure out some experiment to do while you're there put a yeah. penny on your knee or something did you guys do that
2: yeah i think we did one and it was at geaga lake actually i don't know if you remember that one no. um okay it's a it later six flags bought it um, but just a lesser known one. I don't know where is it, Aurora? But about forty five minutes from Sandusky. Uh Sandusky was for after prom though. The day after.
3: Oh, uh, for so. You would go to Cedar Point for after prom party?
2: Or, <laughs> yeah, I don't or I guess or no, the day I, after everyone's like technically over their hangover. Okay. Yeah. But um yeah, we we put pennies on things and <laughs>
3: That's and all you can really. And got
2: sick, and was like, "There, well, we learned you shouldn't have done that." <laughs> yep. Yeah. And like my, centrifugal force, uh, we learned about that. Right? I feel like my prom
1: experience, like, was not like other people's prom experience, like hangover. Like mine was the most lame. No yeah. one got laid. Like it was, it was yeah, it was, it was the weirdest. It was like I think I was home by 10 p.m. or something. You know.
2: So I went to, our school had a had an after prom, and uh, I was excited to go because my friend uh, Jacob was like, we're going to smoke weed before, <laughs> and I was new to the, I was new to weed. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, love to get involved, and um, they had one of those, like, blow up uh, slides and stuff. Immediately um, after I got there, I slid down the slide, and I jammed my right hand pretty Pretty bad, um, and you couldn't leave until four a.m. <laughs> so, oh, really in so much in. pain, we didn't even do the weed. <laughs> you you uh, didn't do the weed. We didn't do no weed. They, it was all just a ruse. So, uh, I was just stuck there with a a messed up elbow, hanging out with Anthony Yeah, not even. <laughs> 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 he was outside in a. In a car, smoking weed out of a pop can, <laughs> without me. Brutal. Um, uh, um, so yeah, and my arm's still kind of messed up to this day. I can he- tell when the weather's going to change. So,
1: uh, be- like, be- because of your arm, or was that the weirdest non sequitur?
2: <laughs> because of my arm, yeah. Because I was like, I gotta focus on school, and I became a meteorologist.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Long story short.
1: Because of my knee, I know when it's going (laughs) to storm. Did anyone uh, get? uh, Did anyone get pregnant at prom? Did anyone like show up later, pregnant?
2: Mm, So I yeah I was not in that group that would be like in the. No, I'm not.
1: I'm not implying that. But I mean, like any classmates, like uh, were there a, a common public school experience that I've had? And maybe this is even more common in private schools. I don't know. By the time you get up to like senior year, there's a lot of pregnant. Pregnant folks around
2: Yeah there were a couple pregnant folks But I can't I don't know the conception date (laughs) Right (laughs) Right I can't remember I can't remember if this one person um, uh, Was pregnant like During the whole school year Or if it was towards the end Where we're like Samantha got pregnant
1: (laughs) Now did Samantha Claim that she Just got pregnant by herself
2: uh, <laughs> Is that what
1: happened? Uh, oh, I see no, but her, here, her, her boyfriend
2: did. <laughs> her boyfriend, okay.
1: <laughs> well, guys, let me tell you something. Zookeepers say they've <laughs> solved the mystery of how a gibbon got pregnant by herself.
0: Is this, uh, this, this will be a story. I can, I, I, I can see, by the way, why David Moss might have sent this story in, yeah. knowing the history of our show.
1: Yeah, and it was a long uh, walk I'll tell that you, I'll tell you that I, ha- I feel like I was just cr- being so invasive to try to do a segue. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, did anyone uh, make love after prom? <laughs> like, uh, it feels <laughs> feel so what, creepy. What tell us just, the I issues. got rejected. <laughs> 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 the, the date of conception, did you notice? Uh, just so I could do intro to this stupid story. Um, no, the story's not stupid. It's fascinating. What were you saying there, Matt?
0: Oh, I, I was going to say in a, in a second. Once we've read a bit of the story, I will tell you what the subject of this of the email that David sent it is, is a but, good uh, subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we'll we'll let you we'll let let's read a little bit of the story first. Well, Momo is a gibbon. Um, well, that's you know, a gibbon. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. Oh, Andy. <laughs> Sorry. This story is in Vice News, by the way, as well, so it's, like, really high-level. Yeah. yeah, big stuff. I mean,
1: but you're aware of the gibbons, you know, you're a ZZ yeah. Top and such, but the Momo was a single gibbon. And uh, Momo the gibbon was kept in a cage by herself in a Japanese zoo, but life found a way. So, for two years, a zoo in southern Japan has been puzzled by a mystery. How did Momo, a gibbon, kept alone in her cage, get pregnant? The 12-year-old white-handed gibbon lived by herself and was never joined by a companion. Some of her neighbors are males, sure, but their cages are separated by sturdy bars and jagged chicken wire fencing. It was inconceivable to the zookeepers that they could have mated through the two layers of barriers. She gave birth in 2021 to a yet unnamed male gibbon with black hair and white fur trimming around its face. But with the help of DNA tests... Zookeepers in Nagasaki Prefecture have identified the baby Gibbon's father, and they say they figured out how the ape's parents met. And then, what's just an ad for Tinder?
2: I was going (laughs) to say Tinder, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, After enlisting a researcher to analyze the DNA in stool and hair samples collected last year for Momo, her child, and four potential fathers, the. Oh, man.
3: Kujukashima Kujukashima oh, yeah. Kujukashima
1: Zoo and Botanical Garden on Tuesday announced I mean, the, the identity uh, yeah they did, they announced <laughs> uh announced the identity of the father Ito a 34-year-old agile gibbon
0: it Is agile a s- gibbon a, a a specific species subject uh, oh, they're just they're just presu- they no just they're
1: presuming like, they're presuming um,
0: okay. they just want you to know he's an athlete.
2: Just flattering it. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, so it, uh, it took us two years to figure it out because we couldn't get close enough to collect samples. She was very protective of her child, says Yun Yamano, the zoo superintendent. But that still left one burning question unanswered. If she never had direct contact with Ito, how did she get pregnant in the first place? Uh, the zoo had no hard evidence like surveillance footage, but Yamano said the ape's point of contact was probably a hole in the wall measuring nine millimeters into hand. <laughs> <laughs> perfect A perfect glory hole size for a we given We knew
2: that, yeah
1: <laughs> Everyone knows, that's a standard That's a, a standard GGH Nine That's a given glory hole Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: and David, uh email subject is Life will find a glory hole mm. So there we go it, yes. does, it doesn't say It doesn't say on this, but I do know from another article That that hole, they mistakenly painted Like an, a mouth
1: yeah. around it So that I know, was, I know <laughs> Yeah, that's a problem um, It took us two years to figure it out Oh, wait, I already read all that Oh, so at the zoo, okay, Momo and Ito Take turns going on display in the morning And afternoon in an exhibition area Right in front of Momo's cage The two spaces are separated by a partition A perforated board that supposedly presents the apes uh, Prevents the apes from mingling So there was this hole And they say, we think it's very likely That on one of the days that Ito was in the exhibition space They copulated through a hole such mating habits are unheard of, he said. Normally, the zoos pair gibbons after a series of trial and error to familiarize the apes with each other. Um,
2: Do you think the like, zookeeper is in trouble for maybe like watching porn on his laptop and like giving the <laughs> gibbon some ideas? Something, yeah. I'd say more so for- They had to learn that somehow.
1: <laughs> I'd say more so for drilling the hole. Yeah. <laughs> no.
3: What is this unexplained hole? What- but it's also the, old, nine millimeters. That's, that's a third of an inch. This is a tiny. I'm not. I'm not criticizing any of right. the animals involved.
1: All oh, right. All right. I'm yeah,
2: just bragging impressed. a little. Andy, with
3: okay, <laughs> impressed. Yeah,
2: yeah oh. long but thin dick. Sure. Yeah.
3: Get that dipstick. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Agile indeed. Um, uh,
2: yeah. What would be the reason for the the glory hole if it wasn't for that specific purpose?
3: I have I mean, no idea.
2: <laughs> what's the zookeeper's response? I don't know.
3: Was it just a, a piece of wood that happened to have a hole, like a knot or something, or what's the
0: I don't know. I don't know. The, I mean, anything the, can, yeah. can happen I think with a gibbon. Manually, I think it was manually drilled by the uh, um, by the gibbon.
1: Yeah Inside given God.
0: themselves. Yeah. Any given
1: partition is drillable.
2: Uh, it's like um he, he has like a poster of Rita Hayworth, uh and like underneath it, <laughs> he's like digging yeah. out yeah. that hole. Yeah.
0: Um, just, like, now he's and he's then one day he's still a fucking boat. that poster and moved over to the hole on the other side. <laughs> yep.
1: Now he's building a boat in Mexico. Yeah.
3: Uh, in and who do wild. you think initiated this though? Like how, how it just I can't I assume this is an opaque partition, so like all you have is well, a think, third of an inch hole and nothing. you don't see anything or just the smells well, alone? bit. at the very
0: least, you're going to have to say that they are equally at fault here. Oh, yes. Or, equ- I just wonder or equally if it's appraised, like... depending on how you want to frame it.
1: I, it's, just, I, it's impressive. So, obviously, I mean, but I think the one really rolling the dice here is Ito. Obviously. I mean, Ito had to just put his dick in a hole and hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You Look know, that, hope, uh, hope it worked out. And, the and joke it about did. The,
3: traveling, the traveling salesman no, I, and the farmer and the. Yeah.
1: I, no, I mean, imagine you're living your life in the wild and you get captured and taken away from your family and then you never see another Gibbon again. And then one day you randomly stick your dick in a hole <laughs> and there's a Gibbon vagina on the other side. That's <laughs> I mean, insane. As far as like, you know. I guess. Got,
0: right. I mean, yeah, it's but winning a
1: lotto, I guess. Yeah, to, like, what are the odds <laughs> yeah. of this? That's
3: crazy. But do you think Ito even knows that's what happened? Like, do you th- uh,
2: I think you so. Know, and also it's a hundred knows for every yes. So what were the other? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. How many holes are in the zoo? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hmm. Well, that's very interesting. Because in the wild, <laughs> they select him. their mates based on physical appearance, social behavior, and vocalization, such as the complex songs they sing. The zoo didn't say what, if anything, Ito did to woo Momo. Since the
0: mystery okay, has well been solved. Okay, well you can solved. still do like vocalizations. You can still hear that through a wall. Sure.
1: Yeah, but what if this is like one of those porn things, like getting stuck in a, a dryer? Where what if poor Momo? <laughs> <laughs> a dryer? Yeah, you know in porn they're always getting stuck in dryers now. No, it's, like,
2: it's a big problem. <laughs> okay. Just put I your only... clothes on a line, let them air dry. <laughs> it's
1: a, no, it's a, it's this is a massive problem. Okay.
0: Uh, I, Andy, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm surprised you don't know about this. Just from the many other times Jesse has brought it up on probably science. The yeah, podcast. the podcast yeah. we do.
2: Jeannie's stock is down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. So I'm. So anyway, it's uh. <laughs> it, maybe she got stuck in some way. I okay. don't know. And uh, needed a hand. Yeah. You know?
2: yeah, I guess that's also the old Winnie the Pooh story, you know? Didn't he? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> isn't he the first uh, stuck in a dryer story? Yeah, that was yeah, like, well, but he was—he
1: uh, was, he was well, looking for cheese, right? Yeah, I, I think or honey. Sure, uh, honey, surely honey, which is his <laughs> no, no. But he said there might be some cheese down there. That's why he did it.
3: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, that's why he went in so deep, as he thought there might be cheese at the bottom, which is <laughs> always—I'm serious—which is fucking weird, but. <laughs> yeah. Poo, you nasty.
3: Is that a glory jar? Is it considered a glory jar in that case?
1: (laughs) That's a Portishead song.
3: Um, hmm. Well, thank you, David Moss, for sending the story in. Yeah, thank you. I don't know why you would have thought we would cover this.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's it's just because we have nothing else. It's perverse of you to assume we would like to talk about that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, should we should we talk about should we the, talk uh... about it
2: more? Yes. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, should
0: should we talk about the little radioactive thing that was discovered in Australia after oh, being is, lost in Australia? I know Justin Broad sent it in amongst others, and there's there's a BBC yeah. link here. But no, what's going I on? This is pretty topical. Did you? Are, are you? I don't know if you caught the beginning of the story or the end or none of it. But a tiny, very, very radioactive capsule was lost by an Australian mining company somewhere along a road. That is the length of approximately Washington D.C. to Orlando, Florida. <laughs> mm. So, um, yeah, it's it's used in a in a in a gauge in a sen- in sensing material in Australian mining, and it was being transported, and then they were like, "Oops, we lost it somewhere along this road that is bigger than." It is also for for British listeners. It is the entire diagonal length of Britain is the length of this road. Right,
1: and this is a pea-sized capsule. Yeah, it's, the size
0: of, it's the size of a pea. And for the British a, listeners, it's not a mushy pea. It's a no, regular it's a pea. a so, solid pea, <laughs> and it's the, it filled with cesium-137, which is a very radioactive isotope of cesium and used in radiation gauges in, mi- in mining to measure the density of certain materials. Now, what happens um, if you come into contact with one there, Matt? you get pretty badly burned uh, pretty quickly, and if you keep holding onto it, then you pretty much guarantee yourself some cancer there. Mm. And and they were like, we don't know where it is, it's somewhere along the road, it may have been picked up in the tread of another vehicle's tyre, and then just transported any distance. <laughs> <laughs> and driven anywhere. Right. <laughs> so, so basically, uh, yeah, the distance of Land's End to John O'Groats it is in Britain, which is the furthest apart two towns in Britain that's like if that's the some people do it as like charity walks and stuff and it's uh or east coast of the US to Florida northeast to like it's it's a long long way uh and so they set off in this massive they they piled a bunch of sensors into some trucks and drove them up and down this road and and they found it they found this they found this pea-sized thing uh about two meters off the side of the road.
1: and well, They just followed the trail of dead people
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. with, with holes in their hands.
1: Yeah. Nine millimeter size hole and then there was a gibbon that ran. It was a mess. <laughs> Tying it together.
0: It was certainly possible. Those gibbon's then, children will be huge. <laughs> yeah. It could so easily be transported in another vehicle or just swallowed by an animal or just any number of things could have happened. Yeah. That would have been horrendous. But it seems like it didn't come into contact with a a person, and it also seems like it um yeah, it was <laughs> it, it it basically yeah, it was discovered. It did, it didn't burn anyone. It didn't get transported any other distance. It it seems like it was as much of a success story as you can hope for from the starting point of losing a very, very radioactive thing that's tiny in, something, in an area the size of a country.
2: Yeah, the only thing is we didn't get any new Marvel characters from it, huh? Well,
0: yeah. We
3: don't know that. I mean, not yeah, yet. It's true.
0: Not Give it yet. some time. Yeah. Give it some or time. A new season. I did enjoy that Chernobyl series. That was fun. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, was that
2: definitely... was a nice, fun series. <laughs> yeah, very
0: fun.
3: That
2: Holly... led...
0: Oh, go ahead. Was a, uh, well, Holly and I were visiting a friend, uh, a friend of hers from school up in, uh, in Colorado, and her guy was like we the three of us had all seen the series and we were talking about it and he he hadn't seen any of it yet so i think it was like four episodes had been broadcast at this point so i was like ah, i need to catch up on this i've got to not, i haven't got i'm not doing anything tomorrow night i guess i'll just marathon it and we were like you will not marathon it yeah <laughs> i'm telling you right now you're not going to watch four episodes of this show yeah. in a row and the next time we saw it, it was like yeah I, I i did not watch four episodes of that in a row it was interesting how they they just bailed on
1: accents like everyone just had like an irish <laughs> accent
0: well, they had the accents of the places that they were, the actors were from. Yeah, they just went, like, do you a regular accent.
1: Right. They did the Kevin Costner method of I'm not learning a new voice. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah.
0: You know
3: it's, yeah, if you're not going to actually have them be Russian actors and then have subtitles, anything else is also weird. Like, why yeah, would they be speaking English right, in anyway? let alone with a Russian right. accent? Like, no, but it was
1: yeah, weird. Exactly. Welcome like, to Chernobyl! Like
2: yeah, they're like, everyone be Tom Hanks in Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Have I, you heard I haven't seen that, that uh, yet, but uh, I've it's, yeah. it's, well, it's, it's weird.
3: It's very weird. It might be totally accurate. I just never knew that guy was Dutch, so the whole time I'm like, what the fuck is this? Then I'm Googling <laughs> it. Okay, he was Dutch. Maybe that's what he sounded like. It's just fucking Dutch is already the weirdest accent in the world, so
0: Yeah. It is. <laughs> no, yeah, th- it's a deeply weird accent.
3: This capsule I wonder if this is anywhere near where listener Russell Porter works. I know he most of his work was at mines in the northern part of Western Australia. Which is like the yeah that's, the outbackiest outback there is.
0: Yeah, that's believe. that's true. Uh, yeah, it is Western Australia. And what a name it, for it, an area.
3: What is Western
0: <laughs> Australia? It
1: also, no, outback. Oh. It's like it's, and that, oh, yeah. that, that. That there, it's outback. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, round front, and that's yeah. outback. <laughs> so, oh, it's yeah, so not round front. No,
0: no. <laughs> but yeah, that that that's, <laughs> It is quite possible that he works up that way. Yeah, because he works in mining works yeah. mining, because it was his his very kindly donated air miles that got us out to the Perth to be able to do a show there, when we were already in Australia, so that was, uh, and it was on the basis of him flying from Perth to the mining towns.
3: Right, right. I, I really had no idea until possibly. that trip just how empty Australia is. Like, aside from <laughs> six cities or whatever, it's just...
0: yeah, Empty. It, it is it's a crazy. massive, massive country compared to its population, and Perth... I think Perth is, isn't Perth technically, like, the most remote major city in the world?
3: Oh, yeah, but I think it sort of depends on what your definition of all those things are. But, yeah, it's
0: But it's like, yeah, it doesn't have any other cities or any other sort of um, urban environments of more than a certain size within, I don't know. Like, also, its nearest cities are not in Australia.
3: Oh, are they Indonesia or something, or...? I think so. I'm trying to remember which other countries are in, but it's definitely, like,
0: other countries have places closer to Perth than any of the other Australian cities. Yeah.
3: Mm. Oh, God, my geography is awful with that guess of Sri Lanka. That's uh, (laughs) insanely
0: off. I didn't hear you say Sri Lanka.
3: Let's just pretend I didn't. Yeah. Um, No, you didn't. I didn't (laughs) hear anything. Yeah, Jakarta seems like maybe... yeah, it is middle of nowhere. But beautiful. We got those quokkas. We got to go to Nest Island and see the cutest infestation.
0: Yeah. And no That's
2: radiation,
0: I, probably. No radiation. Yeah, probably no
2: radiation now.
0: They did say in other articles I read around this that this is far from the only time that they've lost radioactive things. <laughs> it's just like... I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Russell, if you're listening and you happen to know or any other people who work in Australian mining... Or on Australian engineering, then let us know how frequently things go missing like that.
3: Yeah. That's, uh, although, I, wait, so what was the actual level of the sieverts or whatnot? Like, how how bad would it be to hold this in your hand for an hour? Uh. I thought I heard from I, one story that, like, it would give you the equivalent of, like, 10 x rays an hour. Or 10 x rays an like, hour, it says. Okay, that's what I heard somewhere. Yeah. And which that
0: is not be, that, that would be that expensive. Bad. That's,
2: yeah. I just got an X-ray. Uh, it's expensive.
3: Yeah, well, this be this might be free, and then uh, you just don't get any useful medical advice out of it. Yeah. And maybe <laughs> maybe you die a little younger. But, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, Once you send me the bill, I might as well. Jesus.
3: Well, speaking of getting cancer from things, Matt actually found an interesting story in The Guardian about uh, sort of uh, sort of AI related, or at least like surprising ways
0: of yeah, using this is data. One of those, well, So there's been stories in the past that have been, you know, kind of a little worrying about loyalty cards from um, stores, like knowing that someone's pregnant before they do or, like, before their family does. But this is the story that loyalty card data could help spot ovarian cancer cases sooner. Interesting. So, yeah, they... um, so pain and indigestion medication purchases were higher in women who went on to be diagnosed with ovarian cancer, usually about eight months later, according to a study of almost 300 women led by Imperial College London researchers. Dr. James Fanagan, lead author, said, The cancer symptoms we're looking for are very common, but for some women they can be the first signs of something more serious. As we know, early diagnosis of ovarian cancer is key to improving chances of survival. We hope this research can lead to cancer symptoms being picked up earlier and improve patients' options for treatment. So, yeah. It was also funded by Cancer Research UK and includes scientists from UCL and Birmingham Uni. And it was the first of its kind for cancer. <laughs> Early symptoms include loss of appetite, stomach pain, and bloating, which leaves some people buying painkillers and digestive aids, such as antacids, instead of visiting a, a doctor because they do not think their condition is serious. The lack of clear signs results in many people with ovarian cancer being diagnosed late, often when it's already spread and when their likelihood of survival is much lower. Um... And, yeah, Fiona Murphy, who's an ovarian cancer patient who helped develop the study, said she lived on Gaviscon for 18 months before she was diagnosed in 2008.
3: Is that antacid? Antacid. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. It is a popular UK brand of antacid. Uh, Mm -hmm. It went everywhere with me due to severe acid reflux. Had this been associated with ovarian cancer, I would have had a faster diagnosis, far less surgeries, and better fertility options, she said.
3: Hmm. Wait, it wasn't associated with cancer? She's just saying if they'd seen... it. In her case, it was. She's just saying yeah, had so it been... Like
0: th- I think it is... It is
3: had someone seen the known, association?
0: It is a previously known symptom. I think. I believe this story is suggesting that it is a previously known symptom. They didn't find that out just from examining the loyalty card data. But right, they but found I, out th- that they can use loyalty card data to flag by, up potential problems.
2: By loyalty card, do you uh, mean from... Like your your pharmacy, or just looking at your credit card. Your, your CVS. Just no, like I, th- the, I think
0: the, they mean like... from from the pharmacy. Oh, okay. So yeah, like um, probably like your Boots card or whatever it is that you're they're using in the UK. You call them like CVS. Or yeah.
1: So the, they'll send you some coupons and then like a suggestion for an endoscopy. <laughs>
0: exactly. <You know>, like, a <laughs> yeah. Bummer. Twenty dollars off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the endoscopy, at least for the moment, is still free. Let's see how long that lasts. Uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah. guess.
1: Well, that's we can maybe be connected to the ovaries. I, I know things. Um, <laughs> man, wait, oh, no, but you it, know, yeah. while you're
2: there, while you're there, your while you're going. in there,
0: <laughs> yeah. Went wait, so Matt. deep it hit my ovaries. I'm yeah, telling there, you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Matt, was the implication there that the public health system is changing or something? I don't know. The
0: yeah, it is being oh. dismantled piecemeal. Yeah. By a government who don't necessarily have the best of intentions.
3: Are they just sort of trying to chase the US model because it's working out so well?
0: Yeah, it's, you know, it's just, you know, it's purely coincidental that a lot of the people you know, currently in government have both investments and donors who have money related to various private healthcare companies and. Uh. Uh, and hedge funds, are, and so you know, it's just it's coincidental. It's just it's nothing to do with ideologically <laughs> opposed to any kind of welfare welfare state. It's. Uh, I I am it's, enjoying it's just, uh, everything's an accident. I yeah.
1: am enjoying since Boris Johnson's out now. He's just like all the shit he's talking uh, is like very funny to me because like it's completely what? irresponsible. You know,
0: he will at least try to be back. I know, I know. I don't know if you saw that they airbrushed him out of a photo. <laughs> no airbrushed boris johnson that's not how you spell airbrushed at all
1: uh, yeah air, hold on airbrushed johnson i got way different stuff this is crazy <laughs> oh jeez. oh whoa, whoa that's crazy
2: <laughs> back to the gibbon story yeah. the yeah. gibbons. can
3: you just like uh increase it from a little more than nine millimeters maybe uh can we <laughs> just talk about some contouring <laughs> What do you guys think about
1: this idea this is completely uh, uh, this is totally unrelated um, <clears throat> okay here's the idea it's like something you you build it and sell it or what here's here's my big idea right okay it's uh, it's uh, and then this is all assumed that this would all be't um, I, don't, I don't need to give a fucking disclaimer you should never you should never uh, send anyone a non-consensual photo here's my point it's a of
3: anything dip, at all ever. No, of any it, a picture of anything, of anything, of anything, you have ask okay. permission,
1: say okay. like, uh, would you like to see the lunch I had today? OK, no, no, because this has to do with that uh, penis stuff. You should know sure. that that's a euphemism. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's a, what it is. It's like these little boxes with a hole in them. Right. Uh, and but one of the walls is missing and it's like uh, it you put your dick in it and take a picture, but it makes it look like it's something different, like on a set. Like it's like uh, it's like the shark in Jaws, you know, like going up on a ship, or like the Eiffel Tower. You know what I mean? Okay. It's like a background, like a dick pic background set.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, like your dicks on vacation.
1: Something, but you could make them also for vaginas and boobs, you
3: or any any naughty sure.
1: thing. Sure. Sure. You think that's a good idea?
3: Oh, you're saying. I thought you said this does exist. You're saying, is there a market no, for this? No,
1: no, Is there a market for it? Would you buy one? Like is an NC oof? or something? Yeah, yeah.
3: Like, like a diorama. You just buy a diorama. Yeah, yeah. Like a Dick diorama.
1: But like, I uh, mean, di- different funny stuff.
3: Yeah, or maybe this might. Ex- this probably does exist. Do you remember that um, that book, the children's book, "A uh, Very Hungry Caterpillar," or so- something about a caterpillar? Sure. And it would, yeah, every page yeah. would have a hole and you'd see the caterpillar through it in a different environment.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. This might exist already. Yeah, and it's growing each time. Yeah. yeah, put your dick in that. That, mm. that
3: every page yeah. is a different... I think this actually... I
2: might That have thought I can of it tell you, that will, it, yeah, that will sell. It,
3: it, it, I think it does exist. <laughs> um, but not the diorama. I mean, it, I think it's purely about the difficulty in manufacturing a, a 3D. Is it 3D printed? Like how are you mass producing these dioramas that are high quality? You're not mass producing. You're, sell,
1: you're, you're selling like one a month.
3: Okay, <laughs> like you're just tops. spending a lot of time...
1: This is like uh, planned. Uh, no, Let's this see. is a—it's a dumb idea Let's I see. had years ago, and I just remembered it because of Let's all the talk about it.
0: Would it be custom made to order? Like, so no, you know, you no, can it, can tip, it would take, just take be a simple. Or? No,
1: it would be just based on your old generic, generic size, whatever. But then it would be like. You know, it'd be like ah, it's it's this is the Hindenburg going down, right? You know? Like crazy, and it'd be, just be
3: kind of funny. This is the, um, the burn word from English patient for some reason. <laughs> right. in the but
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. When Christmas card time comes around, it would be good, <laughs> right? You do like a little
0: little Christmas tree, yeah. Or... A family photo, sure. Nah, never. Mind. It's a horrible it, idea. it tells us the original uh, question, yeah. Jesse. Yes, you do still need to ask permission before sending that photo.
1: Yes. No, no that wasn't the question. The question was about – I know all that. The question's about the uh, – you think I would sell, what, three or four of them? I'm not going to make one.
2: I'm not going to do I it. Feel like, I feel like you would sell. I feel like it would sell. I mean, any mm. anything to dress up a dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, a but that. they're
1: unpleasant. You know, it's unpleasant. No one wants to – you know?
2: Yeah, it would be mm, probably a niche market. It
1: would be a niche market. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: There's yeah. a surprising number of penis things on Etsy. I didn't know. I thought maybe there were rules against that kind of thing. I don't use much.
1: Uh, oh, you can get anything on Etsy now. Etsy. It's crazy. Yeah, you can get you can buy drugs on Etsy.
2: Interesting. Some Silk Road No, anyway, it was like I was
1: I was like watching Shark Tank a couple years ago or something, and I was like, I've got an idea, and uh, and I just remembered it. (laughs) But I don't think I'm going to pursue it. If any of the listeners want to pursue it, just send us. You uh, got as far
0: as
2: the word Shark. Visit our Patreon. Out of the
0: room. (laughs) Was that story
2: joke? Oh, I said visit
0: our Patreon page. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. All I, all I'm asking for sharks is, <laughs> don't touch me. Get my hands off me.
1: I <laughs> I've, I've gone ahead and prepared. Sitting in front of you, I've prepared. Uh, yeah.
2: I heard that they got rid of the, the dick vein on the Snickers bar.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> What's what? going you on? Hear about
2: this? You hear about this? You, no. y-
1: you guys hear about this? No, I haven't. <laughs> What's going on with yeah, the was, dick vein? Uh,
2: right, right to your senators. Uh, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> you know, Snickers used to have that little ridge on the top where you're like, oh, this this chocolate's complete. Uh, this chocolate bar. Uh, I guess you, one could call it a dick vein. Oh, uh, wait, wait, it. On.
0: it looks like this was... <laughs> okay. This is... Twitter user Juniper, whose display handle is transgender marks issued a doctored version of a news story, and it caused a right-wing moral panic. <laughs> so it was it was a it it was entirely a it was a scam, or not a scam, but a, a prank. Uh, uh, but it got fully taken up, and then Tucker Carlson talked about it on Fox.
1: Oh wow! So so yes, they did not remove it.
0: They did no, not remove it
2: oh good
1: okay. no it's never taken it, away never gone was, yeah, never so,
0: gone so Juniper was parodying the like Tucker Carlson like M outrage or whatever that, oh, which I didn't
3: okay okay I
0: never read enough of it to be bothered to find out what actually was going on but I guess they like changed the mascot in some way or the, the cartoon characters and I think they, like, the sexy yeah.
3: M is now just an empowered M or something or she wears <laughs> sensible met, no, shoes I they, they made her what boobs
1: smaller and okay. I'm, I'm upset about mm. it too she's got smaller boobs yeah. and i um, no, but yeah. only because it's, it's, no, it's, it's less chocolate.
2: It's less. Yeah, I'm getting. I want my money's worth.
1: <laughs> no, I, the m M&M <laughs> thing. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know what's going on with
3: this. With but but all also, that. I, I have a. I have like a little Berenstain, Berenstein Bears thing with this because am I crazy or was Ginger Spice of the Spice Girls originally called Sexy Spice? Then they're like, Oh no, we can't. These like girls. I think we've little, had
0: this conversation, and, and it turns not, out it was. And I, I did not. No, I, I. That was the case. Okay. Well, there was was, yeah.
3: I I, for the longest time I was like, "What ginger? This sexy spice, right? We're talking about sexy spice." And she was the one who had also like done some page three, page what's the page in England for boob posts, boob pictures. (laughs) Hadn't she done some topless modeling before that or something?
0: Yes, yes, yeah, she had.
3: Sexy spice, ginger spice.
0: Sorry, I was distracted for a second reading about Snickers veins, so I didn't oh. quite hear the question at first. But. Oh, no, it's okay.
3: Uh, and then Snickers itself tweeted, uh, the veins remain, which is even <laughs> creepier than anything else that happened. Yeah,
0: because yeah, that was tweeted before the story broke. That was
2: just, <laughs> <laughs> just throbbing with caramel nougat. Yeah.
0: Uh, even re- in,
3: so
1: in response, baby Ruth added some balls. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. Wow. Huh. What a world! Uh. <laughs> what a world we live in. I've never thought about that when uh, eating a Snickers. You know, I've never thought.
3: I, yeah, I think that's it's strange. Yeah, it's.
1: I've never. Well, I've never. I've never. It's a uh,
2: new thought now. No, I'm I mean, thinking about is, it now,
1: which is fine. I've just never thought it looked particularly uh, vascular.
2: Yeah. Sure.
1: <laughs> you know.
3: All right. All right. Interesting. Uh, Andy, Oops. favorite candy bar. Ooh! Oh man, you know uh, I'm I'm a weirdo who likes um, kind of like uh, fruity things, and um, this is very awful. But Charleston Chew might be it. Okay, so wow. many different now? weird Charleston Chew with those weird nougat cu- flavors. Like, that, that sounds like, like
0: I, a I, true I, I, gentleman. I've never heard of that, but that sounds like <laughs> someone parroting like a 1950s, <laughs> like. A, a dance craze or something?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think it's based on... It might it might be it might be from
0: the 20s, probably but... Is based on yeah, the it chast- soo- sounds like a Civil yeah.
1: War maneuver.
0: You'll <laughs> <laughs> Charleston chew. But, yeah, I think it comes in... At That's least. how the
2: doctors amputated the legs. Yeah.
3: Oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, man, have you guys watched All Quiet in the Western Just Front? Just bite down oh, on shit. this
0: piece of wood right now. i will give like, you the old Charleston chew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Take two I w- snifters of rum, and then here we go. Uh,
1: yeah, I watched it. I'm a real... Uh, I'm a real WW1 nerd.
3: I, I didn't I, – I, first of all, here's a great use of ChatGPT if you're uh, an idiot with history as I am. Uh, yeah, every time something comes up that I'm like, wait, what happened? I'm, I'm going straight to ChatGPT to just give me quick summaries of various World War One aspects. Like, I didn't know about the whole, like, uh, Germany-Mexico alliance, for instance. Do you guys know about this?
0: Yeah, a lot of weird – I didn't know it's where. Is that where the Tubas come from? Well, that is.
3: I I did know that. That's the Tubas from northern Mexico are from the Germans. But I didn't know that Germany had an alliance or they they sent a telegram that we intercepted that told Mexico, hey, if the U.S. enters this war, we'll have your back and you guys can attack America and take back Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas. And us intercepting that was like a big part of the reason we even joined the Great War, um, which I didn't know. Um, Hmm. But yeah, a bunch of other stuff uh what else did i learn about it oh the fact that like the fucking the battle lines basically didn't move for four years like 17 million people died and nothing was gained like it's just the same because i was like how do these trenches how do they have time to dig the trench because i assume this is like an ever-evolving battlefront and they're moving forward but no they just sat in the same trenches for four fucking years like nothing happened except
0: just it just Occasionally sending a bunch of more people to die. Yeah. Like,
3: yeah. I mean, the lines would move by like a few dozen miles or whatever, but like nothing substantial of the entire war, like nothing got accomplished as far as claiming or retaking territory.
1: Hey, that's why you can't do a Schlieffen maneuver, baby. You got to just go through the marginal. Everybody knows that. Come on.
3: Well, I know that word. What is that word? I should know what that
1: is. That's what they were trying to avoid. Uh, to go around it so like the the Germans went through Belgium to try to take France uh, with King Albert and uh, King Albert was like uh, they just like fought until the last per like the, the Belgium stuff but that's what made it a that's what broke all the treaties and blah 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 and made it a world war like immediately it wasn't really uh, Archduke Ferdinand being assassinated it was like when Germany as soon as they entered Belgium it became like It'd be like attacking NATO. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, everyone had that. to sort of be like, ah, fuck. Uh, but it's all I... because they didn't... There was already, from the War of 1870, there were there were already all these fortifications between Germany and France called the Marginal Line that they oh, okay. didn't want to attack. So they were like, we'll just go around. And that was called the Schlieffen Maneuver. Schlieffen. And it was
3: stupid. I see. That was early on? Early days? Yeah,
1: that was like right right when... That was at the breakout. And uh, then, then it uh, turned into just horrible trench. I mean, the whole thing's horrible and very dumb.
3: Yeah, Joe, did you watch the movie?
2: No, not yet. Or
3: 1917, for that matter. They're not that
0: much different. I saw 1917. Yeah, I
2: did see 1917. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, guess not much <laughs> to say. It's brutal. Stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, no, it's, yeah it's, <laughs>
3: a,
1: it's horrible. It's all horrible. It's a horrible time. Yeah. Anyway.
2: It's kind of wild. The just trench warfare in general is—it's crazy to like, me. Yeah, and I think about um, well, you know, as I said, my public school system uh, failed me. But uh, you know, back in the day, like uh, the people would just uh, go and have picnics and watch wars. I think that's insane as well. They're what? Like, oh, the, <laughs> yeah, like oh, they're gonna have a war. They're gonna have a battle down in the field. Let's go. Um, You know get a blanket and watch These people slaughter each other Uh, And then thinking about Yeah well again that's What Talmadge High School told me Sure Um, (laughs) But um, yeah just thinking About people Going to like public hangings like right. uh, yeah just like watching it, like me and my boo Friday night. I mean, it's yeah. not
3: that far removed from not to be this guy, but you know, from like UFC or that new show where they just slap <laughs> each other until they give each other brain injuries. Like
0: <laughs> Wait, you guys, what now?
3: You haven't seen the power slap show?
0: Wait,
1: it's called the Maginot line. And <laughs> I was totally wrong. <laughs> uh, it was built. It was built as a response to World War One. So, what they think they couldn't go near the Ardennes? Am I thinking of the Battle of the Bulge? Why? What was the Schlieffen? Let me look into this. Sorry, guys. Okay, okay, you, you do that. Well, you I'll were.
3: post so, a link to what, what Power, you're doing that, power
1: Andy,
0: Slap. You keep telling us about shows where people. Slap, yeah, John. yeah. Sorry. I thought
3: I thought everyone knew this. This is. I mean, like, don't watch this clip. I don't know. I don't know the specific one I'm sending you. I just like v- video searched. Uh, power American Slap, TV but this show? is. Yeah, Dana White, I think, who's the brains behind UFC, um, did it's it's not the first of its kind, I guess, but yeah, people just stand opposite each other and take turns slapping each other as hard as they can, and like the the clip that went viral was a guy who you know instantly unconscious and goes into I think they call it the fencer's posture or fencing <laughs> posture. They- it's this involuntary action when you have a severe brain injury where your whole body clenches up and. Um, you sort of raise your fists as if in defense, but it's completely involuntary because you're unconscious. And then he gets up and his entire left side of his face is like sagging off. Of it. Like You're watching people get concussions and lifelong brain defects. It's-
2: How are these people? Are they fighting for prizes? Or is it like, um, hey, Judge Judy doesn't have room for a small claims court, <laughs> yeah, so right. we have this new show where you can just slap the shit out of each other.
3: Let's, I, there's got to be a cash <laughs> prize. Let's see what the... Um...
2: Pa- also known sorry as pow- can you press sla- on this show because I might
3: <laughs> of course of course <laughs> um, the rules let's see after a coin toss decided it was first the first striker has a time limit of 30 seconds to deliver an open-headed slap to the opponent slaps must be below the eye but above the chin that's I don't know very specific uh, wow. without leading with the palm such that all hand to face contact takes place at the same time of course yeah uh, those being slapped may not flinch raise their shoulder or tuck in their chins after being slapped, the slapped competitor then has 30 seconds to recover and get back into position before it's their turn to slap fights, which don't end in a knockout and go three rounds, go to a judge's decision using a 10 point system. What could that be about? Um, yeah, this one, this is what went viral that I saw. I think this um, chronic traumatic encephalopathy researcher observed one participant displaying the fencing response after being struck, indicating serious brain injury. Um. Greek neurologist Nicholas Evangelou called the show A Recipe for Disaster uh, due to how it could cause rotational forces on the brain. Um, yeah, it's awful and they don't even say in this Wikipedia article what they get out of it. I assume money, but um, power slap prize? Are they just trying
2: to bring honor back to the slap instead of <laughs> closed fist? I guess. Um, They're like slaps can be powerful too wait it's
3: only two thousand dollars oh my god what this can't be right when you first google power slap prize money two thousand dollars is what shows up but i'm not sure if it's that league or not that is a nothing uh on average a player will take home two thousand dollars for becoming the part of the match okay this is where they're written um, I'm not seeing what the prize for winning is. The, anyway, it's awful. I forgot why I even brought this up. Uh, but uh, oh, that's, yeah, public executions. Like this isn't we're not we're not that different. I don't think from those days. Yeah, are we? Oh, did everyone's connections go out? Or is everyone <laughs> no, watching no. Power Slap footage? <laughs> okay, you're watching...
1: No, no, sorry.
3: Okay, let's... Uh, all right, so... Jesse's been Googling uh, yeah, World War I. Yeah, yeah, I one. did. Yeah. So
1: I was right about the Schlieffen plan. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I was right about all the stuff having to go through Belgium. They didn't want to attack the shared frontier. Germany wanted to take over Paris, but they didn't want to attack the shared frontier uh, because most of it was heavily fortified. But that's not the Maginot Line. Okay. Um, there was a uh, what Bastone. There's all sorts of all sorts of weird shit with the uh, fortifications. Uh, there are all these like old fortifications. They just didn't want to do it. They they're like it'll yeah. be we'll take them by surprise. So we'll go around, and then that triggered a absolute shit show. Now I that's see. the extreme simple version of all of it, you
0: know. Well, we should wrap up the main episode and and save an extra story for our Patreon patrons, but Joe, where can our listeners find you and the things you've done?
2: Oh, geez. well, um I'm on Twitter and Instagram as awkwardly jazzy. Um, you can check out my pilot I adore Dolores that's d o l o r e s uh, on YouTube. Uh, would love would love for some of y'all to check that out comment You <laughs> like, can link directly to that yeah um, and you can also check me out on my website callmejoe.com
0: very cool oh. uh, you can find us probably science.com that's where we put uh, all of our stories as uh, our links and everything and also our Patreon and PayPal donation pages. Thank you very much, everyone who helps on that front and also who spreads the word by tweeting and saying nice things about us on the internet. You can find us on Twitter at ProbablyScience, individually at Annie T. Wood, at Jesse Case, and at Matt Kirshen. ProbablyScience at gmail.com is the email address for any questions, comments, clarifications, and stories you would like us to cover. And uh, Joe, check Joe out and come and see me in Seattle. I mentioned it at the top of the show, but yeah, Seattle at Love's Comedy Club. And also the week after, I will be in Vegas. So, come and see that. Oh, what's
3: the Vegas venue?
0: I will be at the uh, Comedy Cellar at the Rio.
3: Oh, I've never been out. You know, that's not too far of a drive for me. I might uh, yeah. use that as an excuse to come, come say hi. Oh, and by the way, uh, I finally, after three years living in the desert, finished all the Bullshit to get my house uh, rentable on Airbnb. If any listeners want a want a Joshua Tree vacation and to peruse the books of all the authors we've had on, which is what my entire bookshelf is, uh, DM me on any of the socials on Andy T Wood, and I'll uh, cut you a deal on a desert getaway.
1: <laughs> and if any of our and if any of our listeners uh, have a place to stay, uh, things aren't going so well for me. And uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, uh, Joe Rue, I can't thank you enough for being on the show.
2: Thank you so much. I, uh, I learned a lot. I probably learned hey. a lot.
0: Hey. <laughs> Listeners, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye.